Welcome to the St. Michael Advent Podcast Series. My name is Bob Johnston, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Advent is Prepare the Way. Join us as we ready ourselves for the coming of Christ again. In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. A reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 22, verses 23 to 33. The same day some Sadducees came to him, saying, There is no resurrection. And they asked him a question, saying, Teacher, Moses said, If a man dies childless, his brother shall marry the widow and raise up children for his brother. Now there were seven brothers among us. The first married and died childless, leaving the widow to his brother. The second did the same. So also the third, down to the seventh. Last of all, the woman herself died. In the resurrection, then, whose wife of the seven will she be? For all of them had married her. Jesus answered them, You are wrong because you know neither the Scriptures nor the power of God. For in the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. And as for the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what was said to you by God? I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is God not of the dead, but of the living. And when the crowd heard it, they were astounded at his teaching. Here ends the reading. Have you been somewhere where two people are arguing over something interesting? It's hard not to listen and engage. That's what's going on in this passage today, a feisty argument of sorts. The Pharisees have been put in their place by Jesus, and now the Sadducees step up to continue going after Jesus. As a quick reminder, the Sadducees were part of the priestly aristocracy that prospered from their good relationship with the Romans. They pacified the people for the Romans and the Romans for the people. They were not a big group, but a powerful group. They controlled the prosperous temple cult. They were skeptical of most of the traditions of the Pharisees. Notably, the Pharisees insisted on life after death, but the Sadducees rejected the notion of resurrection. You may recall the little memory device that says, the Sadducees were sad, you see, because they did not believe in the resurrection. In continuing the attack on Jesus... The Sadducees proposed a mocking question that is meant to be a rhetoric device to take something to an absurd level to show it wrong. So they ask this question about the seven brothers who sequentially marry the same woman. What will happen in the resurrection? What a mess. Will she have seven husbands, you silly teacher? They're all puffed up thinking that they have stumped Jesus. They are so sure of themselves. Jesus smartly puts them down, saying they do not understand the Scripture or God's power. As to the marriage issue, he says more or less, stop thinking of it as this current life just continuing. It's going to be a new deal. You're going to be like angels who do not marry and do not have to reproduce since they do not die. There will be new and greater relationships that will transcend the physical relationships of this time. 
Going into the question generally about the resurrection, the Sadducees thought they had Jesus. He took care of that first part quite easily, and then he goes on to the resurrection in general terms. As a note, the Pharisees, in contrast to the Sadducees, insisted on the resurrection. The Pharisees had, at times, feebly tried to prove it from Scripture. But here Jesus does it. Jesus says that the Pentateuch describes God as as the God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob. And God cannot be the God of dead men, but the living God of the living men. And so they are alive. Those around for this feisty exchange would perceive that Jesus showed from the Scripture that the resurrection existed, something that had not been done before. That is why the verse ends with it saying, And when the crowd heard it, they were astounded at his teaching. Before we throw our rocks, though, at the Sadducees, let me ask some questions. How often do we try to limit God to what we want? How often do we get puffed up thinking we have it all nailed down? Jesus' answer to the marriage issue, that it's a whole new thing, is a reminder to be open to the things that we do not fully know or understand. As to the resurrection, he tells them they do not understand the power of God. They don't think God can do that. I wonder, too, how often we limit what we think God can do. To what extent are our spiritual lives less because of limitations we impose? Many years ago, I witnessed firsthand the Holy Spirit doing some amazing things I'd never seen before. There were things that were mentioned in Scripture, but I just had not seen them, and I thought they could not be done. I had to confront my jaded skepticism and ponder after that how many things I had missed because I was not open to or would not ask God for them. What about you? As we continue our journey this Advent, Let's reflect on how we limit God by our thinking. There's more out there as we trust, believe, and remain open. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Merciful God, who sent your messengers, the prophets, to preach repentance and prepare the way for our salvation, give us grace to heed their warnings and forsake our sins that we may greet with joy the coming of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.